0: I'm just so about this team and in our success. And I know that the loyal 12 man fans are there, that you guys are always going to be there behind us. And this team is not, this team's not done yet. This team is not quitting. We have so much more left in us. And like I said um, last week, I really want us to finally put out a great product all around offense, defense, special teams for our fans and just for the rest of the country to show the rest of the world, like who we are as a team and who we can be. Greetings, everybody. This is another episode of the Pot of Aggie Land, starring your host, George Truly, Chase Lane, number two in the field, number one of y'all's hearts. Um, coming off a very, very disappointing loss in South Carolina this past weekend, and I'll be unpacking that and, and getting into that. But as always, we're going to start it off with the quote of the day. So the quote is: "You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, where you can rise from, and how you can still come out of it." So one more time: You may encounter many defeats but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, where you can rise from, and how you can still come out of it. And that is from Maya Angelou. So basically how this resonated with me, you know, just off the top of my head is, you know, we're coming off um, a disappointing loss. Like I said, uh, 30 to 24 loss after being down 17-0 on the road in a hostile environment like i said um this season is not what we pictured it being at this point um but you know we're we're sitting at 3 and 4 we're we're under 500 and uh if this is not adversity then i'd like to see what is but uh you know we're in, we're in a place where um guys on the team we have to do a lot of soul searching and uh we're we're really going to see at this point who who really loves the game of football and um, who's going to get into that foxhole with you, as Coach Fisher always says, who's going to uh, continue to fight with you and who's not going to give up on the team. But, uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's, a very, it's a very telling time that we're going through right now, and uh, I thought this quote meant a lot to me just because, you know, we are facing a lot of adversity. But, as always, I like my quotes to resonate with people in a lot of different ways, but this is how it resonated with me this time. But, yeah, man, um you really, you really get to figure out who you are when, you, when you're when you dealing with adversity because, you know, in the quote it says, um, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats that you are faced with because um, from those defeats you can figure out who you are as a person, what you can rise from, and how you can still come out of it. So right now we are in a position to where we are trying to figure out who we are as a team, um, how we can rise from this as a team, and how we can still come out of it as a team because we win as a team, we lose as a team. So... Um, it's definitely not the time to point fingers. It's definitely not the time to, you know, start jumping ship and, um, you know, just turning on each other. But it's, it's really a time to just figure out who we are as a team and um, how we can still come out of it. So um, even though a lot of our preseason goals, like contending for a SEC national championship and, I mean, SEC championship, excuse me, in and in a national championship, even though those might be out the window, um, you know, we can still – Strive to make a bowl game, um, a, a fun bowl game at that, and you know just finish the season out on the on the right on the right note because in this league and, and in college football in general, um, the life goes on and we have a very, very quality opponent coming up this weekend in, in Ole Miss and even though they just dropped their game this past weekend, they still a still a really great team and we have them at home and we haven't played in Kyle Field in – damn near a month. So I know the loyal 12th man fans are going to be out there supporting us. I know I saw some things on Twitter, like people have already started camping out for their tickets for the Ole Miss game at ticket pool. So, you know, the, the loyal fans are still going to be there with us. And uh, as always, we appreciate them for that. And we appreciate the 12th man as a whole and just as a community. So um, yeah, yes, yeah, it just starts, it starts with this one, man. And we just got to take it one week at a time, one game at a time and uh, one situation at a time. So, Last time, the quote is: "You may encounter many defeats, when you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeat so you can know who you are, where you can rise from, and how you can still come out of it." And that is from Maya Angelou, as I said earlier. So, <clears throat> getting into the game, uh, USC man, they they started it off with a, a kickoff return, a one hundred yard kickoff return. Uh, the first play of the game, and I and I'll just take you through it, just for so you you guys can just picture it from from my perspective. So we came out the tunnel. Um, we went down there. We some guys pray, some guys just go straight to the sideline. I went and prayed. Um, came back to the sideline. You know, I was just kind of just stretching out my legs, just getting ready because we we didn't we weren't on the field for as defense was so i i had a little bit more time to stretch and 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 do stuff like that so um yeah man i was actually on the defense side of the um defense side of the uh sideline and you know i was stretching my legs i did like a little squat and i put my head like down i had my head uh face down and I watched the ball kick off, and um and then I continued stretching, and then out of nowhere, I just heard the crowd just going like ah, ah, ah. and it just got loud, and it got louder and it got louder, and then I finally looked up at the big screen, and I saw that they were returning, and I was just like, "Ah, uh, damn, like here we go like i hope I hope that we like keep our poise, I hope we don't let this you know just just knock us out of our whole our whole mindset of the game man, and um, kind of similar to what happened when I was talking about the App State game. It just felt like everything that, that could go wrong just went wrong in those first couple of drives for us because um, we came back on offense. And uh, on that drive, they got an interception. Um, I don't know what it was. I know me and Evan, we both had to come back from the outside. Evan was to the field and – and if you're throwing a comeback to the field, it's it's a, such a hard throw to complete because it's such a long throw, and it takes so long to get get to there because those long it's, it's such a it's a long route to begin with, and then you're, you're throwing it across the field, so uh, it's a long throw, man. They return all the way back inside the five yard line, and you know just already on the road and and being in a hostile environment like that, which is a tremendous environment to play in. I love playing in. Uh, William Bryce Stadium and it was such a fun atmosphere with the light shows they were doing and just how into it their fans were but uh yeah they they had they definitely had momentum in the first quarter uh they they walked out of that one with a field goal so that made it uh 10-0 so we're we're 10-0 before we even touched the ball for real and uh, and you know just with the offensive struggles that we've been having lately um in terms of execution we we can't but we can't win like that so um you know we come back again uh we get the ball back again and um we had some mis- miscommunication up front with the uh lineman and and with Haynes. and I don't know what happened I, I I haven't talked to any of them about it but it's just a, it was a miscue on, on on both parts and we had a bad snap and uh they were they recovered the fumble and they and they were turning back into the red zone again and then uh they score Again, they, they score they get a touchdown out of that turnover on us and with nine minutes and fifty one seconds left in the first quarter, they're already up seventeen zero. So like like you 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 can't win like that, man. And and off rip, we we've we've spotted them seventeen points. Like and that's just so frustrating just looking back and just just saying that out loud is just extremely frustrating because <laughs> I, I said I said it. I forgot which game that we had lost, but I had mentioned that I don't appreciate the excuse of, oh, we're a young team. Oh, we have, we're having growing pains because man, it's just not an excuse, man. And um, I'm not sitting here blaming the younger guys because we're all, we're all we're all in this together and we're all learning and they and they've been doing a tremendous job all the young guys have been doing a tremendous job along this roller coaster of the season we've been having. And um, even it's, it's on us too. It's on some of the older guys. We, we need to, um, you know, just be helped. We need to hold each other accountable as a team. I feel like, and I think that's the part where we're lacking right now, but uh, yeah, man, it's just, it just seems like a reoccurring story with us. Um, but it's just, it's, it, it it hurts because we have so much talent on this team and, and we have the coaching and we have the game plans it's just these self-inflicted wounds that I always harp on, man, are just really, like, putting us behind the eight ball. And in order for us to be successful, we can't have as many false starts. We can't have as many miscues and misassignments and, um, you know, just little things. It's the details that our coaches always harp on. We we can't have so many miscues in that department. And uh, just talking about it right now is just frustrating, man, because no way in hell do I feel like we should be three and four uh, with the talent we have on this team and, and with the coaching we have on this team. But, you know, it's just the cards that we've been dealt. And what, what we're going to do, we can't sit here and complain because, like I said earlier, we, we can't just sit here and sulk about it because we do have five games left and all five of those games are winnable, I believe. And we got to go there and continue to fight. And I, for one, I'm, I'm a fighter, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out swinging regardless. But uh yeah man so seven, 17-0 up with 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 9 minutes and 51 seconds left in the first quarter. So that is a bad way to start a game as any game I've seen pub- to my knowledge but moving forward um moving forward we go on we score 14 points unanswered. So you know we're 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 pulling some drives together. We're we're getting some confidence back. We're we're starting to steal some of that momentum. Uh, we scored before the half, and then we were getting the ball back at halftime. So that was extremely huge for us. So at this point, it was it was seventeen fourteen going into halftime. Um, the message at halftime was from Coach Fisher was really just like uh, the first thing he said when he came in the locker room. He was like, "These are the games that you're you're going to remember. Like these are the games that you're going to tell your kids about, your grandkids about. Just you know that fight and that 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 grind, and you just those, some of those wins when." Things aren't pretty at all, and things aren't going your way at all, but some way, somehow, some way, you, you just find a way to just grind it out. So that was a message at halftime, and guys are really, like, amped up. Like, man, let's go. Like, let's go take it from them. Like, they're not going to give it to us. Like, they're, they've lost to us in the last nine years, so, you know, they're tired of it. They got a new coach and Shane Beamer. Man, so let's just go take it from them. And so guys are really motivated, and guys are extremely confident at halftime. I know we came out of halftime with um, su- supreme confidence in ourselves that so we were going to go out there and get the job done. When I think back to my my childhood homes and all the houses I've lived in growing up with with my mom and with my dad, I really just think about uh, one home in particular. I was in middle school and I was really starting to get into playing football, and, and football was starting to become much more of a athletic priority for me in my life and I just remember just, you know, waking up on Saturday mornings in the fall and those in those cool, cool October and November mornings on Saturday and, you know, watching college game day with my dad and, uh, you know, us going out to to the front yard and, uh, you know, just on the football back and forth during those games and. Uh, you know, just acting like I was Robert Griffin III, or acting like I was Cam Newton, and acting like I was Johnny Manziel. And it was just such a fun time just growing up in those homes. And just, you know, it just really made you looking back, it just makes you really appreciate just where you've come from and just where you've been. So, in saying all that, the Hudson team is bringing these same childhood homes to families through the Bryan Call Station area. They're the number one Zillow ranked team in the Bryan Call Station area based on sales volume and number of transactions done each year. When you're working with the Hudson team, you're working with diehard Aggies. Everyone on the team is a former student of Texas A&M. They love helping their former Aggies, so if you're a listener who is looking to sell their house or buy a new home, we highly recommend you to reach out to them. More specifically, you should reach out to our good friend, Alexis Knox. You can contact her at 281-745-0010. That's 281-745-0010. Or you can learn more about her at Knox re.com you can also find her on social media at alexis knox realtor um i had a pretty good first half uh i had three for 20 you know just like i said uh earlier in the show that um i haven't really been seeing the production and seeing the the touches and targets that i've i would personally like but um, you know, I've embraced taking on like a new role within this team and, and, and a new role of leadership in, within this team. But it felt really good to, you know, felt like I was contributing out there in the, in the passing game. And um it felt good, to, you know, just hear my name called and actually, actually feel like I was doing something more than blocking. So I felt it felt really good. And I was proud of myself. I was even though it wasn't anything crazy. I didn't have any long touchdowns or long balls. You know, I mean, I'm just like I always say, I celebrate those small things. And um yeah, it, it it meant a lot to, you know, just um get some get some burn out there. But uh moving forward, we trade scores in the third quarter and it is twenty four to twenty one going into the fourth quarter. So, uh obviously it is it's crunch time, uh nerves are high, I feel like on both sidelines and um we were really just trying to find any way, man, to just walk out of there with a victory and you know, just try to pull anything together that we could, but you know um we had to bring in Connor and Connor was like like he was on the sideline he was like let's go let's go let's go win this game let's go we're going to do this we're going to do this so we were like okay like okay Connor like so it wasn't any type of it wasn't any type of um doubt it wasn't any type of nerves when Connor was in cuz we were like look like we see Connor every day in practice like he can ball too so uh we were like let's go Connor let's let's go do it. let's go win this game so uh, Connor came in, um, like I said, I feel like everybody was confident in him. And I feel like for what he had to work with at the time in the game and how the game was going, I feel like he did the best he could. You know, it's never easy at all being thrown into a a game like that, being thrown into a closed game in the fourth quarter on the road and you're a freshman. So it's never easy. The odds were definitely set against him. But with all that, I think he I think he played well. Um the, they were just getting so much pressure back there on him and he was having the speed up throws. I, I know he he missed me on the on a on a route because he just had to get it out so early and we weren't on the same page because he just was getting so much pressure. So um, you know, I'm proud of him, man. He he did the best he could as always and he's a he's a true competitor and he's a true fighter. So I was really pleased to see what he did. Um but let, let me just back forward and just and just go to Haynes, man. Uh, I know I I mentioned it after the Alabama game, but he is such a warrior dude. Like he went down you could even tell that he was hurting. He was, he was in pain, but there wasn't any way that he was going to come out of that game. And uh, they had, they had to hold him back. He was ready to go back in there and you could just tell that he was in pain, but he just wanted to just be out there with his, with his brothers and with his teammates. And he wanted to just fight the win for us. And I was pleased with the way he performed as well with the cards he was dealt with the, all the things that were that were stacked up against us, I, I still feel like he performed well under the pressure that he was under. Um, he made a nice play, got Max Wright his first uh, tutty of the season. And Max Wright has got some type of love connection with South Carolina because he scored his first career touchdown at South Carolina from Haynes two years ago when we beat them 48-3. But, uh, yeah, man, um, moving forward, I, I kind of digressed a little bit, my bad. But moving forward, uh, we, we trade punts. We're going back and forth, but ultimately they would end up scoring um, a rushing touchdown to go 30 to 21. They're like I said, in the, in the, um, the preview of South Carolina, their running back was very talented He he played a great game and he's able to get some nice runs on those man. And they were finding those holes and they were just doing what they had to do. they were moving the ball, but uh, yeah, man, they go up 30 to 21. Uh, we get it back and we turn it over on downs the next series. So, you know, the crowd's getting more into it and more into it, and, we, and, we, and we're starting to feel like we're running out of time. But, um, yeah, man, it's it was just really unfortunate. And then uh, we came back down with 10 seconds left, and we were able to march it down the field, and we were able to get a walk out of there with a field goal. So with 10 seconds left, we're down 30 to 24. So, you know, we're not dead yet. We still got a little bit of life yet. We, I mean, excuse me, we still got a little bit of life left. So the game's not totally over. So, obviously, in in this situation, we set a bounce onside kick, and my thought was, like, man, like, if we if we can get this onside, man, we're going to win this game. And Caden placed it so perfectly uh, off the bounce, and Jacoby Matthews, who I had on my swag list, shout out to him, man. Jacoby Matthews went up there, he made a play, and I thought he was going to return it, but – it was extremely smart on his part to go ahead and take a knee because you know he could have got tackled because he was in a tight area and we only had 10 seconds left so very smart move on him but you know he got the ball back for us he made a play so I'm just like man like obviously only play we can call now is just Hail Mary so we put out we put our our jump ball guys out there we had Noah and and Chris and uh, Moose and Evan they were out there and I don't know, man. I just feel like if, if Connor had a little bit more time, I felt like we were going to make some shake. But, um, you know, we, we lost the game 30 to 24. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was just disappointing, man. You can just tell afterwards in the locker room, guys were just really just down and out. And I was just, I don't know. Cause like I said, man, it's just frustrating when you know you have the talent and you, you know, you have the coaching, but for some reason like you just can't. Get it to click, and uh, actually, um, I got home late last night because we didn't land till like two thirty three in the morning. So it was it was it was one of those late nights. So um, I got home, man. I took a shower, and uh, I turned on YouTube, and I went back and I watched highlights from our twenty twenty uh, season and just how we played as a team, man. And just going back and just watching those highlights and watching that film. The some key things that I see that stuck out with that team and why I believe that we were able to have so much success was it just felt like we were just all on one accord, man. And and if you're a fan, if you're listening to this show, um, I just urge you guys, you know, I'm not trying to say, oh, go back and live in the glory days, man, but just go back, man, and just, just look out and see how we played, man. Because, oh, actually, okay, I started with watching the South Carolina game from two years ago and we played that's probably I feel like our best game as a whole as a season and we we beat South Carolina South Carolina 48 to 3 on the road man and watching that uh you could just see guys were just playing for each other and and guys just were all on one accord and we just felt like a like a, a pure unit and I think back to those memories of the 2020 team with Kellen that quarterback and uh with our offensive line and Carson Green Jared Hawker Kenyon Green uh uh, Ryan McCullum and uh uh I'm I'm sorry I'm, I'm blanking right now but just watching the, and I actually saw Jared Hawker out uh last week during our bye week and you know I talked to him for a little bit and those are just those moments that you that Coach Fisher always talks about like oh like when you see someone from a team that you had success with you're going to you're always going to have that brotherhood you're always going to be that you're always going to have that bond and you know me and Jared Hawker we were we weren't the closest guys on the team we we played two different positions he was he was uh, way older than me. I was young. That was my first year playing. But I just saw him, and he gave me a hug. And you know, we were just talking about like how we've been, how he's been doing, how I've been doing, and you know, and I won the Orange Bowl with him. So we'll always have those memories together, man. And um, yeah, I just, I just urge people to just go back and just watch that, that, that 2020 season, man, because it just felt like we were a complete unit, just as a team. And maybe it was being in COVID and. Um, having to be in close proximities for the duration of that entire season and just only really interacting with your team and just having those relationships and having those bonds, man, it just felt like everybody was just all for each other. And I'm not saying that the, this, this 2022 team isn't all for each other, but I'm just saying that you can really tell by the way we played that, that team was together and, that team just had one goal and that was just to win. And I just remember, and as I was watching the highlights yesterday, even when we were in a um, tough position, like let's say we were losing and it was crunch time, I just remember telling people like being in those huddles, like on a on a game-winning drive or on a drive to take the lead and, and the crowds and, and you're on the road or you're in a hostile environment and the pressure's really on, like there was never a doubt that we were gonna lose, because if you remember, we went on that that eight game winning streak and we finished out nine and one in that ten game season. But there was just never a doubt that we were gonna lose, man. And when you have that as a team, and when you have that that confidence, but not arrogance and not complacency. But when you have that confidence as a team, man, it just it it just allows you to play just so free and just so just precise, and it just allows you to execute. Yeah, man. I'm, and those are, those are really good days. So I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to, you know, just to live in the past, but I just really wanted to just see if I could notice any, any differences in, in the way we played as a team. But um, man, kudos to that 2020 team, man. We we were nine and one. We went on to win the orange ball that year. And that, those would be some of my my best favorite football and life moments ever. So um yeah, man. Um, just in closing, like I said, we're we're sitting at three and four. Um not where we picture it at all. But uh, like I said in the quote, it's just how are we gonna pull ourselves out of the situation that we're in? And, you know, just taking it for what it is, taking it like men that like, hey, these are the cards that we're dealt and how do we respond from this? So um I can't really say anything else because there's not really anything else to be said. There's no excuses to be made. Um everybody's just in like I always say after every week it starts on Monday with just how we approach practice and our mindset and in the what's the word? The uh attitude to want to grow and the attitude to want to be better and to look ourselves in the mirror and recognize where we where we individually for everybody messed up. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm always going to fight for this team. Like I said, I'm a team, I'm the biggest team guy you'll probably ever meet and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, man, but I'm just so about this team and in our success. And I know that the loyal 12 man fans out there, that you guys are always going to be there behind us. And, you know, if you're continuing to support my podcast, even though, Uh, even despite the the season we've been having, then, you know, I just support. I just love and and I appreciate you guys so much for, you know, just continuing to tune in each and every week and just hearing what I have to say and just hearing my perspective from it. But um, yeah, man, um, this team is not, this team's not done yet. This team is not quitting. We have so much more left in us. And like I said, um, last week, I really want us to, Finally put out a great product all around offense, defense, special teams for our fans and just for the rest of the country to show the rest of the world like who we are as a team and who we can be if we just, you know, just lock in and just do it on a consistent basis. So um, hope you guys appreciated this episode. I know you guys would much rather want me to talk about a win, but, you know, as always, just got to keep moving and got to try to find a way to just wake up and be better the next day. So this has been a another. Episode of the Pod of Aggieland. Thank you everybody for tuning in, and I'm out. Peace.